Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And welcome to America's Heroes Group, our roundtable with our partner, Heinz VA. Today is Saturday, April 22nd, 2023, April of Sexual Assault, Minority Health, and Autism Awareness Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host, Army National Guard veteran. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega Scott, our productions. And, of course, we have Shakaya flying in as our executive producer and also as our studio engineer today. She's doing a great job, as always. And we have a great panelist with us today. That's Dr. Solani Pereira. She is the Heinz VA Military Sexual Trauma Coordinator in the Trauma Services Program and a licensed psychologist specializing in the treatment of PTSD and other trauma-related concerns. And we're going to talk about MST, military sexual trauma, and some of the things that go around that and the complications of that, particularly with veterans today. How are we doing today? Good, thank you. Can you hear me okay? Are you great? So. Great. We've talked about military sexual trauma a few times on our show. And the thing that I wanted to kind of go into and ask you particularly about military sexual trauma is what's the difference between MST versus sexual assault or sexual harassment? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, Military sexual trauma is the VA term for sexual assault and sexual harassment. So the definition of military sexual trauma or MST for short, is sexual harassment or sexual assault that occurred during someone's uh, military service. Um, So objectively speaking, it is the same as sexual harassment and sexual assault. Um, But when it happens during your military service, the terminology is used as military sexual trauma. Mm. And I guess this this is very impactful for survivors. Can you give us an idea of the spectrum of how that might manifest because there's a lot of, even though nowadays in modern societies, particularly if you work in a corporate world, we get sexual uh, uh, harassment training at work and the workplace. We're doing, you know, uh, mod, video modules on what's appropriate and inappropriate in the workplace. Um, what are some of the ranges of how it might manifest in the military? But we talk about uh, military sexual trauma. Yeah, I think it ranges, you know, there's a very broad range, right? In my time working with veterans, I have heard numerous different ways this shows up, right? So we all recognize when we hear sexual assault, right? It could be, um, you know, sexual assault by a fellow soldier. It could be a sexual assault by a superior or sexual assault by a non-military personnel while you are in service. and all of that would be military sexual trauma. But it's more than 
the traditional way we think about sexual assault, right? So I have heard examples from veterans where they talk about the pressure, the coercion that they experience to go on a date uh, or, um, you know, be flirtatious when they didn't want to be. Um, and, and they knew the consequences because of the hierarchy uh, of military service within, built into the military service. Um, that, you know, what that would mean for them if they didn't do what was asked of them by a superior. And this pressure uh, they might feel to, uh, unable to say no, right? So sexual harassment could look like, you know, uh, language, right? Repeated uh, exposure to language that, uh, sexualized language that is unwanted. It doesn't even have to be repeated. It could be one time uh, unwanted uh, sexualized language. It could be invitations to engage uh, in various types of whether it's sexual activity, go on a date, engage in any way uh, that's unwanted. Uh, it can be, uh, you know, farther than that, right? It could be unwanted touch unwanted contact of any kind. Uh, so it's language, it's contact, it's coercion. Uh, the key here is consent, right? That if it's sexual harassment, it's sexual assault, it, it lacks consent. It's unwanted language, it's unwanted contact. So when a, when a person experiences these types of things, well, first off, one of the things that makes it way more difficult that you mentioned touched you when you're in the military versus a civilian job. You can quit a civilian job or maybe, you know, file a complaint with HR. In the military, you don't really have those options oftentimes, especially if, if you're technically your HR will be the, the equivalent. The military equivalent of HR is your superior officer who might be the one doing the, the abuse. You know, so how does this affect people as survivors? So when people are going through these types of, these types of uh, issues, what, what are the longstanding effects psychologically and emotionally on the, on the person? Yeah, um, I think uh, the impact of sexual assault is very broad, much bigger than mental health alone. We talk a lot about the mental health impact of sexual assault and sexual harassment because it's huge, right? The impact is huge. Uh, but it, I think it is helpful to think about it as much more broader than that. There are medical impacts, right? Physical injuries one could sustain during an assault, uh, whether it's, uh, that could be long-term or in the short run. There are more chronic, chronic pain issues, sexual dysfunction. There are many medical consequences that someone could sustain because of military sexual trauma. And the mental health impact could exacerbate medical concerns too, right? So if somebody is suffering from mental health issues, and I'll talk about those in a second, and they're not able to attend to their medical needs, if they're not able to uh, follow up with gynecological services, if they're not able to take care of their diabetes, if they're not able to attend to their physical health because of their mental health concerns, that could exacerbate medical concerns. So military sexual trauma can have a, have a, a large impact on someone's medical health in addition to their mental health. And the mental health impact is very broad ranging, right? So the, we know that people who experience trauma could have PTSD and other mental health concerns. 
uh, beyond trauma and trauma, PTSD and trauma-related concerns. They could have substance use concerns. They could have depression. They could be struggling with enormous amount of shame and guilt and uh, 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 mistrust and kind of feeling really dislocated and isolated in their world, right? Um, and that could exacerbate uh, other mental health concerns, even pre-existing mental health concerns. Um, so there is a very uh, significant mental health burden that comes with, uh, um, uh, that can come with uh, military sexual trauma. There's also psychosocial impact, right? So I very routinely actually hear, very commonly hear from veterans, I left the military much sooner than I have wanted to. My military career ended because of the sexual trauma. Wow. Um, and that has consequences, right? Uh, financial consequences. Um, some veterans were planning to have a military career. Their career was cut short, right? That can have a very lifelong impact on someone's professional outcome. Uh, outlook, some on financial security. Uh, many veterans uh, spend years and years not being eligible for VA services, or they think they're not eligible for VA services because they were discharged in a way that didn't, uh, you know, write a difference than honorable discharges. Well, you know, I definitely want to take a minute at some point today to talk about the fact that military sexual trauma, um, you know, military sexual trauma-related services veterans are eligible for regardless in many conditions, even if they're not eligible for services in the VA. But sometimes I need veterans who spend 30 years not knowing that mm. and haven't gotten the health care they need, right? Um, so the psychosocial impact of military sexual trauma can also be a pretty, uh, you know, it's, it's huge. So you know, the long-term and short-term medical, mental health, psychosocial impact of MSP is very, very significant. So what does the VA have as far as services and treatments for people that suffer MST? Yeah, so VA nationally um, have been, you know, every VA has a military sexual trauma coordinator. Um, and at Heinz, that's me. Um, and Heinz and the CBOC. And the role of the military sexual trauma coordinator is to ensure that veterans who have reported it, who have experienced MSC, are getting the services they need, um, and that we're troubleshooting if there's eligibility issues, we are making sure those services are available, uh, that we have groups and treatments up and running. It's, I also, uh, part of my job is also to make sure that clinicians working with veterans are knowledgeable about MSC and that they have access to information that they need to be able to provide quality care for survivors of MSC. So nationally, VA is committed to treating, serving, caring for veterans who have experienced MSC. An integral part of that is this MSC role. Beyond that, at Heinz in particular, because MSC impact is so diverse, we try to offer treatment and care within the existing clinics because it, it feels very uh, limiting to think of MSC like, okay, if you have MSC, you go to an MSC clinic. 
Well, there are many, many, many different impacts of MSD. Um, so the way we think about MSD care at Heinz is much more comprehensively. What are the medical needs you have related to MSD? How can we work with primary care and other specialty clinics to ensure you receive that care? The women's clinic, um, all of the medical clinics that we have. What are the mental health consequences that you're struggling with? How can we utilize the trauma services program, the general mental health clinic, and, and the behavioral, integrative behavioral health care unit, the eating disorder department, all these various departments, the mental health departments in the VA to provide you with care. So, you know, one of the primary things we do is trying to make sure that we utilize the services throughout the hospital to ensure that we address the very diverse range of impacts our veterans might be struggling with related to MSP. We do also have two MSP-specific groups. So we have the women's MSP group at Heinz. We also have a men's MSP group through the clinical resource hub available to veterans. So those groups specifically uh, give veterans an opportunity to be among other veterans with similar experiences um, and receive the support and 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 skills and uh, opportunity and a safe place really to process the experiences that MSD specific. Um, so those those two groups, you can if we have veterans interested and you're already connected to mental health care at the VA. Any of your VA clinicians can refer you to those groups, and you know they're routinely offered information about how to do that. Or you can reach out to me. Um, and like I said, it, it's about thinking uh, about all of the different ways that uh, a survivor might be struggling and utilizing the different services we have at Heinz. We also have veteran service officers on campus and throughout that can assist with uh, filing a service connection claim, um, and that involves MSD-related claims, right? So if a veteran um, has experienced MSD and it has had an outsized impact on their life, their ability to be gainfully employed, their ability to support themselves, another way in which the VA support veterans is by ensuring that they are able to uh, file the claims that they need to and kind of guide them through. So sometimes, you know, veteran might have figured out a way to manage or, or get the care they need for medical and mental health needs, but maybe what they need help from us is to figure out the psychosocial element of that, right? So then we might connect them with the veteran service officers who can help them uh, start a claim and file a claim if appropriate. How does a person, um, how do you reach those people you mentioned earlier that were veterans who maybe had a less than honorable discharge? How do you get the yeah. message out to those people? Because you kind of touched on that. But then also, oftentimes, people who uh, maybe are eligible to use a VA system um, or had an honorable discharge, they might sometimes are self-medicating or using, um, using drugs in order to try to cope. How do you get someone to recognize that maybe back in their in their mind they're they're really trying to cover for or cope with a MST's incident that they maybe haven't really fully acknowledged? Yeah. So I'm going to answer those two questions separately. So for veterans who are interested in 
uh, getting services, and they are not qualifying for VA services uh, for typically you know, under the typical kind of guidelines or the, uh, the enrollment status. Military sexual trauma is a special eligibility criteria. So if a veteran has experienced MST, uh, in most cases, you qualify for free MST-related services, even if you don't qualify for services in general. Um, there is a small group of veterans who might not automatically qualify for MST-related services. In that situation, eligibility department and I work to figure out like the process, a process that we can go through to help those veterans um, uh, explore the possibility of them qualifying for MST-related services. Um, so I, you know, my invitation to veterans who are wondering, can you, can I qualify for MST-related services? Uh, because I know I won't qualify for other services, is please either contact me or contact Heinz Eligibility. And, uh, e- you know, either case, we can kind of get get you the information you need. Um, and like I said, more often than not, veterans qualify for MSD-only services, even if they don't qualify for regular services. And if you are in the small group of veterans where we might need to take a few extra steps, we will help you do that. I can help you do that, and so is Heinz Eligibility. If you call Heinz Eligibility or walk into Heinz Eligibility and you let them know, um, you know, all you would have to say is that you are wanting to be considered for MSD eligibility. That's it. They know what to do next. You don't have to share any information. I know that sometimes it can feel very daunting, right, to walk in and, and tell someone, I have experienced MSD. So... Um, it, it is a lot that we ask you when, when I tell you, walk in and tell us. Um, I, am, I recognize what that means. And I'm hopeful that, you know, you, you know, the veterans can hear me say, like, we take this seriously. It's confidential. You don't have to tell eligibility anything more than just mention MSD. That word will then allow us to stop the process. Mm. Um, I'm, you can contact me. I'm a clinician, right? I'm bound by all of the confidentiality rules that we honor. Um, and I care deeply about making sure our veterans who are eligible for MSD services, who need MSD services, get MSD services. So, um, you know, I, we will do our utmost to protect your confidentiality and guide you through this process. Um, so, you know, that to me, that is why April Sexual Assault Awareness Month and all this, you know, added uh, awareness raising projects we do on top of the regular stuff we do is important because I'm really hopeful that we can reach the veterans who want to come in but don't think mm. that they can take that next step for whatever reason, whether it's it's mental health reasons or eligibility concerns, whatever it is, right? Um, for veterans who are struggling, who might be, you know, self-medicating, as you said, the impact of MSC is so long-lasting. And one of the most common things we hear is that is that people are really struggling in silence because of shame. Mm. because of inability to believe that 
anybody would help them anyway, right? We got to cut you off right there because we're running out of time. The can you give us your contact information before we got to have you back to kind of go more into this? Because that's one thing I really want to get into is the, the emotional impacts and how we're actually having a, a success in trying to treat and help people with MST overcome that that burden, that heavy weight. Um, well, how do people get in contact with your services? Sure. So you can call me directly. That's a, v, it's a direct VA number. It's 708 202 Or you can just call Heinz and ask for the military sexual trauma coordinator. The Heinz VA front desk staff are trained to, to connect you to me. Dr. Solani Pereira, thank you for your time. I appreciate everything you've done so far. You're doing a great job and also want to have more conversations with you about this. Definitely. Thank you for having me here. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.